You've probably been here before thinking, man, why didn't I invent that? Or better yet, I thought about doing that, but I never took action on my idea. Insert you sweating, thinking about the nerves that would actually hit if you had a Shark Tank moment, bringing your idea in front of people who are going to judge you, judge your mindset, and judge your abilities. <laughs> Whoa, no wonder most of us never take our ideas for business into action. I just got squirms in my stomach thinking about how that would feel to literally stand in front of the shark tankers. So thankfully, we don't have to be judged by others on national television in order to find out if our idea will make it or not. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the Multi-Passionate Christian Show. This space is for the busy Proverbs 31-ish entrepreneur or mama, the woman who knows she needs to have high energy, keep her confidence up, deepen relationships, all while launching into a business or calling that she knows she's meant to pursue and do it without sacrificing her values. I'm your host, Tamara Lee Bratton. So it's time to actually talk about going forth with the ideas that you have for your life, for your relationships, for your business. The Bible is full of scriptures about your financial increase, about wealth and about prosperity. So if you're praying for a financial breakthrough, there's no better place than to turn to God's wisdom that is spelled out in his word. God's word is life, life to our bodies, it's life to our spirit, it's life to our relationship and life to our finances. As believers, as we read, memorize, and think about God's word concerning money, our businesses, our relationships, we'll find every answer we need within those pages of that book. So I'll just be honest, straightforward with you. I didn't used to read the Bible, and I'm gonna share with you a little bit about one of the ways that I stair-stepped into this. So now I've, I've had some additional support outside of the Bible, because let me be honest, when I first started reading that Bible, I couldn't very well interpret it. Other people were able to interpret it and were able to experience what that was like and could share that with me. I'm gonna be really transparent here. When I first started reading the Bible as a new Christian, I bought one of those children's Bibles that has all the pictures in it, okay? And I read it. <laughs> That's how I started to learn. But there's additional support outside of the Bible that I wanna share with you. So take the book, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson, for example. So this is not a biblical book. And I apologize if I said his last name wrong. <laughs> this is not a biblical book, but if you've read anything from this book, that it's similar in how the layout of having a parable be told and the messages that are written is so similar to the parables which, which Jesus gave to us in the New Testament. So this book is kind of a similar stair step to me, as I mentioned in my prayer fasting podcast, that food fasts were. So I couldn't first do a food fast, but there was other things I could fast before I did one. Reading books like The Richest Man in Babylon was a stair step for me to say, wait, is that, that sounds like it's from the Bible. Is that from the Bible? And it had me looking into that. So I just wanna share that with you. This, the Bible has a lot to say about finances, business, and prosperity, but this book, I actually wanna to bring to you like these seven amazing principles that are taught in the book and then bring it back to what the Bible says about them. And then we're gonna dive into you taking your idea. So we're gonna cover these. For those unfamiliar with the richest man in Babylon, you're gonna learn seven cures to a lean purse, AKA seven lessons that will help you generating more wealth. So number one, start thy purse to fattening. In Leviticus 27, 30, 
It says that a tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain or fruit, is the Lord's and it is holy. So just as the Bible asks us to give 10% to God, God also wants you to start saving. In that book, Clayson says save 10%. So if you make $100, you save 10% of that, so $10. The next one, number two, control thy expenditures. Control your expenses. Proverbs 21.20 says the wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Trust me, I love spending money. I still struggle with saving sometimes, but God asks us to save. He asks us to control what we spend. So the wise who have wealth and luxury, they have controlled what they have spent. They have controlled how they have invested. They have controlled themselves enough to not just go and spend every single dollar that they make, okay? The third one, make thy gold multiply. Make your money work for you. So in Matthew 25, 14 through 30, a rich man delegates the management of his wealth out to his servants. So that kind of similar as we do with investors in today's world. So he gives five talents, which is a very large amount of money at that time, to his first servant, two talents to the second servant, and one talent to the third. So two of the servants earn 100% returns by trading them with funds, but the third servant actually ends up taking that money, that talent, and hiding it in the ground and earns nothing. So the rich man returns from his ventures and he asks, hey, where's that money? Go ahead and, and tell me about it. What happened? And he rewards the two who ended up making more money. And then he severely punishes the servant who did nothing with the money. So the meaning of that parable extends far beyond financial investments. God has given each person, each of us, a huge variety of gifts. And he expects us to employ those gifts into his service. It is not acceptable to merely put those gifts on a closet shelf and completely ignore them. So we are going to dive into this one in a little bit about your talents and your skills and your gifts. And I'm going to quickly summarize the remaining four pieces of that richest man in Babylon and go into the ways that you can take your ideas to start earning money. So uh, off we go. I just can't wait. Okay. So let's just continue to wrap these four. Guard thy treasures against lost. So protect your wealth. Yes. Have money safely in reserves and et cetera, but also not just wealth. So while the book, Richest Man in Babylon, is specifically speaking about wealth and treasures in the financial terms, in Luke 12, 15, it says, then he said, beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. So even though you might measure what's in your bank account, your biggest treasure to God is your heart. So I'm asking you to protect your heart first. I go back to Ephesians 6 so much where we put on the armor of God and just protect your heart. Put on that breastplate of righteousness and protect yourself from anything that is not of God. Put on that helmet of salvation and just remind yourself whose you are. And so, yes, I want you to guard your money financially. I mean, that would be awesome, right? To just continue to have it completely safe and to not have to worry about it. I know there's still gonna be some worry there for most of us, but if you guard your heart and how you feel about things and, and honestly understand that you are serving God, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And as for that, that's, that's the biggest blessing in my heart and in my mind. So I'm going to guard that treasure without any sacrificing. So the next one, number five, make thy dwelling a profitable investment. So basically this just means to own or rent a home that you can actually afford. I live in a beautiful area. It's called 30A Santa Rosa Beach and it be bougie. All right. When we first moved here, 
the homes were around 600,000 in this area for just like a normal home, just like a, hey, it's a three or four bedroom, nothing crazy, normal home. Well, now those same houses are over a million. They're like 1.2 and they're like, not a great house. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's not, it's not like if I was to go buy a million dollar home right now, I would have this amazing ocean view. No, I would have zero yard. <laughs> I would have zero yard and I probably wouldn't be looking at anything other than my neighbor. And I say that a little bit sarcastically, a little bit, I, God has, has to work with me on this one. Thankfully right now, the place that we are renting, we can afford. It is beautiful. God blessed us tremendously with the home that we have. I would buy this house in a heartbeat if the owner wanted to sell it. I love this place. It is gorgeous. It is beautifully surrounded by nature and I can walk, bike ride, or get to the beach, walk in like 15 minutes, 10 minutes, bike ride in like three and in the car in like one, literally. It's amazing. I am grateful. I am so grateful, but I would love to own this place and make it a profitable investment. I would love to own both sides of the duplex and be able to rent that side out and live in this side. Wouldn't that be cool? So Neil and I, I'm just sharing this as a background. Neil and I have investment properties. That's not the main way that we generate wealth, but we do that because we know that that is a good investment. We understand that we cannot go and rent much bigger of a home right now because that would not be a good investment. We cannot purchase a home at this time with the funds that we have available for a down payment, unless if we move. And right now, as long as, as long as God, which God, you've blessed us and I know that you're gonna continue, we're gonna stay here. We're gonna stay here. So make that dwelling a profitable investment. Number six, ensure a future income. So plan for retirement. But God actually asks us to go on beyond planning for just our retirement. In Proverbs 13, 22, it says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. So God asks us to continue that blessing on past our children into our children's children. The last and final one is increase thy ability to earn. Ability to earn, did I say that right? I think so. Basically invest in yourself. So let's dive into actually doing some of this. So remember how I started talking about the feelings that you likely have if you were on Shark Tank, the sweaty palms, the squirmy stomach. Well, that's what could happen if you start to think about telling your idea to somebody. You probably have been given one of those Holy Spirit downloads, that's what I call them, where you know that you've been told to do something. Like you have been told, hey, go make this thing or go start that business or your friend does that business thing that just seems like a little hobby from home, but it seems like she's actually making some money and you keep telling me to ask her, but I am just so nervous because what will people think? What will people think if I do that little business thing? So for me, I've been through a lot of those. I have been through all of those actually. And that fear is debilitating. So this is why it is so important to invest in your mindset. I want you to develop the mindset muscle to have you taking action on the ideas that actually come to you. And I'm gonna teach you on how to take action on those, how to use discernment, just like I've done and helped other women do this too. First, I'm gonna give you some examples though so that you're not just kind of trying to figure out what I'm talking about. So now, within five months of me deciding to pivot into business coaching, what I call Bizwell, I created a masterclass I sold out a coaching offer and then I up leveled it. And by helping less than 10 women, I made $10,000 for our family. I want to dive into what that actually looked like though. Like you just look at that and you're like, what? 
how, but it took me getting really curious about why coaching kept coming to my mind. Why did God keep bringing it to my mind? And I didn't think it was him at first. I thought it was just selfishness at first, but I realized that if something keeps coming to you and it's just feeling like it's out of the blue, that is most likely the Holy Spirit tapping into you and asking you to take a look at what he is telling you. So what this took out of me was it took me getting curious and then it took me hiring a mentor who had done this before. My mentor taught me that the uphill of what I was about to do was like a rocket ship. And I love this analogy that I would burn 80% of my fuel to get off the ground before I would get into orbit. And that's so true. Did you know that it took a lot to get to that first 10K? I had to talk to 28 women one-on-one for almost an hour, each woman on the phone. I did it within a two-week time period. So I dove into their goals, their dreams, and helped them to really see what they already knew was inside of them that they could do to move the needle forward. And then I gave them applicable action steps they could do within 90 days, within 12 weeks. So I kind of just gave this support for free. Not everybody has to start their business this way. This is what I did. I gave this support, this hour phone call for free. And then the ladies that I genuinely wanted to work with more, I asked them if they would hop on another call with me. And from there, I then presented to them what it could look like if they worked with me during those 12 weeks, implementing those action steps that we just created together. So from here, I'm going to share two more examples of women that I was able to coach that really took their idea and moved forward because I want you to see what is possible for you. So from her idea in an online boutique, I taught my client, we're just going to call her N, a method that she could use to really take a European vacation and have her boutique selling while she was gone. So she had this online boutique and she sold clothes from her home. So all of her inventory was in her home. She would then post these clothes to a Facebook group. And she hired me because she was kind of thinking about transitioning that calling into a deeper calling within just other experiences that she had, but she at least wanted to give it a go to get and shed some of that inventory. She loved this. It was just that she had so much inventory and she knew her children are now older. She had more time. She wanted to do something else. She actually wanted to work within her church and she did get to, but she originally hired me, right? And then all of a sudden, I think a month or two months into us working together, she was like, hey, I'm going to take a month off of sales in my business. Just life coach me during that time. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, No, sister, I'm here to help you with your business. I want you to relax on your vacation, but I don't want you to relax from your business for an entire month because you're going to be gone for two weeks. Like, no, no, we're going to, we want inventory out. Right. And she's like, yes. So we ended up getting her Facebook page set up with a sales system. We also had a friend help monitor her Facebook page while she was on vacation. So she took her vacation. She had everything going automatically out and she was completely able to unplug. And in that time frame, she generated over 20, I always say numbers wrong. She generated over $2,500 in sales in just two weeks. So she ended up pocketing like 2,200 in just two weeks. And she was actually on vacation this whole time. Her and her husband came back both getting COVID. And so it was just one of those things like, thank goodness she had set this up in place because it allowed them to have some space. How amazing. So instead of just taking off a month, closing up shop for that month, she was able to get rid of a bunch of inventory like she had wanted and generate some extra money. So Another one of my clients, I'm going to give you this last example. She runs retreats, beautiful, life-changing retreats. And she knows that she has this deep desire to continue to help women in her industry stop spinning the wheel, working for pennies on the dollar with back-to-back clients. And instead, 
she teaches them to have less clients, to up-level their skill and increase their pricing. So within four months of us working together, this client has now taken her retreats that she runs and she's created a coaching opportunity to go with it. So now she's able to give these women more one-on-one support so that they can go forward on their business before they even get to the retreat with her. She helps women generate six-figure incomes in her industry. And with this, she booked out 17 women in her retreat. And that is set to make, I want to say it's over 15K, so over $15,000. She also generated an extra $6,000 plus with private coaching. And she's not even stopping there. She's talking to clients every day. I, I feel like every two or three days I hear from her, she's helped another person get started. And we have another whole month of working together. And I know that even beyond that, this is just the beginning of what she has shifted from taking her idea to add more personalized coaching and really go forward with it into something that she's already loving doing. So It's pretty amazing to me that this is just some of the stories from Bizwell Coaching, that little business that was just an idea of mine last December 2021. And again, it's it's not all about the money. These women, they get excited. They get excited for life. They start to see that their calling wasn't just a calling because they needed to make some finances for their family. It was a calling that God gave them. It was something that they realized They were told to do, and they diligently started seeking out ways to make it happen. And because of that, they have blessed the lives of other humans. They've blessed their families. And it's just so beautiful. So it's just one of those things that we talked about how God asks you to also give to others too. So he has given you an idea. He has given you a calling on your heart. And it is so that you can show others around you what is possible too. So you can show your children You can help your clients have better experiences in your life. You can help you and your family have better experiences in your life. You, just by taking action, instead of just sitting in the gunk of idea and just thinking like, oh, that would be cool, but I'm not, I don't know. Am I cut out for that? Instead of just sitting in that, by you taking action, your energy, I am telling you, it shifts, it up levels. People around you will start to ask you what you're doing. I get asked on coffee dates all the time by women, all the time. And I'm like, me? And I'm like, duh, me. I have this energy that is bananas crazy good. And I'm not saying that to gloat. I'm saying that because I keep doing what God is diligently asking me to do. For example, just this morning, I found out about an event that's happening tonight with this this really prophetic man that just, he works in this ministry. He's 80 years old and he heals people. Like that's his, that's one of his gifts of the spirit. And I found out about it and I was like, I gotta go, I I gotta go. We got to do this. I talked to like 10 of my friends. There are six of us going tonight. Like that is just the energy that gets to happen when you just work from that space of I'm going to take that idea and I'm going to move forward on it. So here's the thing though. Fear holds you back from your fullest potential. Fear of what others will say, especially the family and friends closest to you, holds you back. I could have been so fearful to ask my friends tonight because I asked a couple people that I don't even know if they believe that God loves them as much as I know he does, I asked them to go and they were floored that they got asked to go. I'm like, okay, I was definitely listening to that Holy Spirit nudge and asking you. So the other thing though is you might have this fear of investing time or energy into something that might not work out. I get it. I totally get that. What if I was to go through my business and I did that last year? I feared investing more time into Biswell coaching 
into bringing this forward. I feared this next thing that I'm going to share with you in a couple minutes that I just now decided like God has told me this idea and I'm going to launch it forward. I feared it for so long because I thought, oh my gosh, like if I, if I do this, I could really lose some money, but I really want to do this. God, are you sure this is you? Yes, it's him. So you probably have fear so many times if you are the girl for the job. There is probably somebody else better to do this than me. Somebody else is already doing that. Somebody else is already doing this idea that I have. Oh, and gosh, look at her, her following. Like, man, she has so many people following her. Sister, stop that nonsense. It is time to break free from thinking any of those thoughts. So here's the thing. I'm going to give you four simple steps that you can do that will help you to start to break through this. So first of all, what is a goal? One, think of a goal, write it down actually. What is a goal you have right now? Something that you really want to accomplish and maybe actually I really want it to be something really specific that you want to accomplish in business a business idea that you want to move forward on something. Maybe you are currently own a business and you want to open up a new stream of income through coaching like we did for my client. What is it? You can pause right now. Think of your idea. Don't take too long. You know what it is. He has told you what it is. So now I want you to think about your past. So step two, think about something that's really amazing that you accomplished in the past. What was it? Did you become a state champion with your high school? Did you get the part in the play as a kid? I know we can go back all the way there. Did you get chosen for a job after a round of interviews that kind of made you sweat? Did you climb a mountain? That's that's my analogy. I'll share it deeper with you if you take this next step. But what is something that you've done that seems incredible that you're just really proud of? Did you make a human? (laughs) That is amazing. Did you make a human? That's an amazing accomplishment, okay? Did you raise a child already? Have you already raised one? And I don't want you to think of all the bad stuff that you've done as you do this, okay? I don't want you to think of all that because trust me, I can go through a laundry list of things where I'm like, oh my gosh, my poor children, you know? And they're not even, they're still in elementary school. I'm thinking of all the good I did with them, okay? Number three, what did you do to get to that goal? What was needed? So for example, I'm gonna give you my example really quick that I give and that way hopefully you can start to think of yours. So mine was climb a mountain. I climbed a mountain. What did I do? I, first of all, I decided. I decided I was gonna climb it. Second, I hired guides. I had to hire somebody. I didn't know how to climb a mountain. Third, I kind of just naively did it. I didn't know climbing a mountain meant physically climbing. I thought we were hiking. I can't lie. You'll hear more about this story if you take this free training that I'm going to share with you. So I did those things. I prepared. I bought the right gear. I, I, I physically got fit and I listened to whatever my guides told me to do. So that's what I did. So first of all, I just decided I wanted to do it. Oh, and I told people about it. And in telling people, my family all joined me, my dad, his wife, my brother and my husband. We didn't have kids at the time. Honestly, I don't know if I'd want to climb a mountain now that I have children. (laughs) So all of that was needed for us to get to the goal. The goal was amazing. We climbed to the top of the Grand Teton in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, or just outside of it. And we saw Old Faithful erupting from the top. Holy cow. I, I can't even explain to you how amazing God is. That was such a God moment. Not very many people get to see that happen. Our guides told us that they hadn't ever seen that happening. So thank you, God, for giving me that moment. You are the coolest ever. So now I want you to now look at that new goal that you have. And I want you to look at all of those things that you just listed that you need to get to your old goal. Look at them. I bet that that new goal that you have. So for me, my new goal is to, let's just, let's just call it to hit 10K. My new goal is to make $10,000. Let's just do that as my goal. I'm going to one, declare and believe that I'm going to do that. 
I'm going to two, tell a couple people about it, you included. I'm going to three, hire a mentor who's done it before. I'm going to four, do whatever the, the mentor tells me to do. I almost said a potty word. Um, I'm going to do whatever the mentor tells me to do. And I'm going to train up. I'm going to learn. I'm going to soak it in as I go, just like I got to soak in the glory of Old Faithful. I'm going to soak it in as I go, and I'm going to celebrate that. So when I look at a new goal from that same way of just saying like, wait, I've accomplished this old goal before. I've accomplished this other thing. It's totally different. Climbing a mountain is totally different than making 10K when you just look at it side by side. But when you look at the action steps needed, you're like, if I could do that, then I can do this. And I know climbing a mountain is pretty big. Like that's a, that's a pretty big thing, but you can go back and do that with any goal that you have. And we dive deeper. This is a really cool process. It's a little rushed right now. I'm really rushing it because I want to you know, I don't like to make my podcasts really large. I want to make them bite-sized and manageable for a mom that might be listening to this while she's in the shower. So that's when I listen to podcasts, by the way. This is a cool process and we dive deeper into it in my free idea to 10K training. So I want you to go download that training right right now. Legit, just pause this episode, go to www.tamrabratton.com and you'll see it on my website. That's T-A-M-A-R-A-B-R-A-T-T-O-N. You'll see it right on my website. Like you can't miss it. A pop-up will come up if you go onto like any other page. I know, annoying, but that's just, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on my website slowly but surely. So doing this practice can take you from fear into action. Going through that free training gets to be your catalyst for your next venture. So I'm going to be updating some things on my website, like I said, so hopefully this will all be there. And my Biswell fast track that you heard me talk about, if you do take that idea to 10K training, it's becoming the faith track retreat. So as this year, God really told me, I told you I was going to tell you something that God told me to keep doing and over and over, he kept telling me to do this. And I'm like, no, no, God, other people do that. Other people do that. I don't need to do that. I'm not good enough for that. No, that's okay. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to do this, Lord. And I'm so excited. So God told me that it's time for me to bring people together in community for him and for his glory and to use my unique giftings to help women. So faith track retreats are for women who are interested in learning about how to create healthy habits and routines that will support your health, your faith, your relationships, and your business foundationally. Many of the sessions we do focus on how to become the healthiest version of yourself mentally and physically, as well as how to approach your business with strategy, with belief, and with faith-focused actions. So we have found that when we move from this place of really deep joy and really deep grace, our relationships, our finances, our health, our faith, and our business improve tremendously. So here's what I want you to do. Keep going on with this lesson of taking your idea and taking it into action by one, doing the free training, the idea to 10K training, or two, while you're on my site, which hopefully I'll have it updated by the time this podcast comes out, read through the Faith Track Retreat. Pick one of the three retreats I have going on next year and sign up, sign up, sign up. So I don't actually accept payment right away for your spot. Instead, what we do is we hop on a call to make sure that you're a really good fit for the program because it's not just a retreat. It is 10 weeks of group intensive connection before the retreat virtually in a really beautiful, beautiful layout. And you'll go through the Biswell fast track. So you're going to be able to work on your business, but you're also going to have such faith build. And then you go on this retreat. And then we have two more weeks after the retreat to really just say like what all soaked in for us and allow for you to really have this beautiful layout, this beautiful plan. So 
you're going to get signed up for that. And you will start to boldly step forward into the life that you've been catching glimpses of in your visions and in your dreams. And you're going to do it with the full trust that God has put them there and that you were created for this. I'll include direct links to both of these in the show notes. And I just can't wait to see what you do, what your idea is. Don't forget to tag me, friends, when you catch this episode. Hey, multi-passionate friend. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear. Every other week, I'm committed to showing up on the show to bring you value, helping you ask God, what are you calling me to do? and to dive deeper into your faith, all while growing your business in the way that best fits you, your family, and financial needs. The number one way that you can support this podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave a review directly on the podcast and then share the show with a friend. I love it too when you give me your top takeaway from today's show and tag me on Instagram, at Tamara Lee Bratton. Thank you for partnering with me to get the Multi-Passionate Christian Podcast episodes out to as many multi-passionate entrepreneurs and women as possible because the world and our Lord needs you to play bigger. And if you're still listening, maybe we should work together. Here's two ways that we can. One, join into the Be Well Collective so that each time you hear a podcast episode, you'll also get a mini training that's accessible to help you implement what you just learned. The Be Well Collective is your one-stop shop for that mindset accountability, as well as wellness and healthy energy accountability. For the entrepreneur that's ready to dive into creating aligned offers for her business, gotta do step two. You have to check out the Faith Track Retreat. It's time for a truly unique experience in your life where you will not only benefit from a retreat in which you'll physically have a chance to take a break from life as usual so that you can deeply connect with yourself, others, and God. But in addition, you'll have a weekly experience surrounding the time of the retreat where you'll be connecting with your business in a totally new way. So along with the other women that go on this retreat, as a group, you'll go through mentorship, life, and business coaching from a faith-based perspective using my 10 weeks of coaching prior to the retreat that takes you from idea into full creation of your offers, all while keeping your values for your family at the forefront. May God bless you and help you continue to find ways each day to go forth in this calling in your life. I am Tamara Lee Bratton, the Be Well and Bizwell coach. I cannot wait to see your takeaways from today's episodes when you tag me on Instagram.